0: What is up with it? Welcome to the Scar and Tove Show, Season X, Episode 5, with our special guest today, PPMD. Kevin, how are you doing, my man?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. On show. Uh, On your show, Scar. Now, I just wanted to let you know, in case you weren't uh, aware, either in the call or at home, this is uh, actually Radio Melee. Um, so let's not be confused here about our, about where we are, who we are, what we're, what we're going for today. This is our show where we take in calls from the beautiful people at home, exclamation radio melee to jump into the discord and uh, do all that good stuff. Anyway. Um, thank you so much to for joining us as well. Thank you, Scar, for being here. How's it going today, guys?
2: (laughs) Wow, that was, that was sick. Bobby, when did your
0: lighting get so
1: amazing? Just
0: two seconds ago, I turned my light on. I had it off and then I turned it on. And that so makes a, whole a godlike
2: way of, yeah. I gotta tell you, <laughs> yeah, that's that's solid. Radio Melee, what is PPMD talking about, Tov? You know, it's a uh, to me, it's a it's, a, it's an agree to, agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like Scar Tosho, Radio Melee, it doesn't really matter where we are in the Bible. It is said that the church is not the building, but the people. Oh my goodness, you know, and <laughs> I feel like that's what it's all about at the end of the day. The Scar Show has always been about connecting with you, the people at home. And Radio Melee is about talking to the people at home, bringing you live onto the air where you can ask us questions about all kinds of ridiculous nonsense, Lord knows. Or serious Uh, nonsense such as Octagon. More on that in a second. More on that in a second, yeah. And again, exclamation mark Radio Melee, make sure you join the Discord. There's a channel, uh, I always forget what the name is. Submit topics here. There's already a, a lot of you wonderful smiling faces that I see your questions already in our your questions are getting longer, I've noticed. Jesus, they are a whole paragraphs in here. Uh, so already you should be in here asking us questions because we're gonna pick the best questions. We're gonna drag you in uh, to talk to me, Pee and Bobby.
0: Great to be here. I'm having yeah. a good day. Thank you for asking. It's a Tuesday, you know? Day after Monday. It a Tuesday.
2: It is a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tuesday. Right. So it's you're looking Tuesday. forward
1: to the weekend there, are you, Scar? Uh, yeah, somewhat, yes.
2: <laughs> My top? kid is always looking for the weekend. <laughs> My kid wakes
0: up with a preoccupation yeah. about, was today a school day? Yes, it's a school day. Mm.
1: And then we and usually the talk wake up. about
0: how there's five school days, but then uh, two yeah. weekend days, and then he's yeah. like, and then what a- what's after that? Oh, five more school days. Oh. Uh, and then what? It's two like weekend a- days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like trying to tell him, it just keeps going
2: like that, man. It's like, yeah, but what's after Trevor. that? <laughs> Forever, dude. Yeah, I remember. He's four and a half. I remember um, my sense of time wasn't completely dialed in at the age of four. I had a um, oh yeah, Bobby. I think I, I think I've told you this story before. I don't think I've told pp When I was like four or five, um, I had a cousin who was a year older than me. He was like, well, five or six, right at the time. And I remember I really wanted to be older than him because he was higher mm-hmm. up in our social hierarchy. And I kept I asked my mom like, what can I do to become older than my cousin? You know. Because I figured if I worked really hard, maybe I could get older than him. And she was kind of telling me, like, well, you can't. And I was like, well, but I'm going to get older. And then she was like, but he's also going to get older. And I remember I cried my eyeballs out. No. Because I couldn't deal with this at all. Because well, the I world
0: will. is not fair, Toph. There's no, no system governing questions about who's older than who. Who's better than who, which is the essence of your question. Unlike Super Smash Brothers Melee. Where we do have a system of determining who's better than who on a given
1: day. Absolutely. Well said, Scar. Very well said. Very well said. Um, and I will say, I mean, there are multiple ways to um, mm. to improve in all sorts of things and to improve in melee. You know, yeah. actually, Scar, uh, hard hitting question for you early on here. Someone, w- someone watched your uh, your casting. Uh, at Summit, and they noticed something very interesting about you that maybe they hadn't noticed before. Actually, they noticed quite prominent leg muscles, and I was kind of curious. <laughs> I think many people were curious about about the workout routine, about how you provide really such anything. an excellent such an excellent example to the gamers gamers of the world. Scar, what can you what can you tell us about your routine?
0: Your guess is as good as mine. To be honest, I'm asking my wife. I was asking my wife the other night. I was like, "Dude, people were talking about my calves. What is what is the deal?" <laughs> Her theory yes. is is just the way that my body holds weight and muscle. Mm. I'm just disproportionately. My calves—they—they they show themselves in a certain way that I suppose is appealing to the uh, the melee viewership. <laughs>
1: melee people only. I, I, do, I do squats. Um, okay,
0: but I've been yeah. very inconsistent with my workout. But strong lifts five by five. That's a program mm. that I was interested in long ago. Did it stopped, but now I do it. I've been I'm on a like three week streak.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Well, Let's
0: go. So also, tra- jumping it.
2: on your trampoline, right? I think if if you jump, like jumping, jumping on in my in trampoline, general, yes. That's But a calf I, thing. the trampoline
0: was not installed, as you call Tove at the time of uh, that. That's center. right. Well, you're going to be out, out of control. I,
2: oh, I, I have I a. I <laughs> Hear me out. I have a psychosomatically based theory. Okay, what if your calves? Because I think I think there's the whole. The system in the body what if your calves because you were anticipating the hell out of that trampoline you were talking about it day and night non-stop yeah i know you were thinking about it you were probably losing sleep over it and what if your calves actually got some kind of subconscious signal from your brain to start growing and start kind of forming nice calf muscles to prepare yourself to jump on that trampoline when you finally got it built
0: solid hypothesis Tove. i would put that at the top of the list personally because i've got nothing better I do believe that we could send brain signals to our body. For sure.
2: I think so, too. Um, Can you make your calves bigger in
0: anticipation (laughs) for a trampoline? Perhaps? Perhaps. Perhaps. Stranger
1: things have happened.
2: Yeah. That is true. 100%. 100%. Let's talk a little bit about the octagon, because one thing that all three of us have in common is we are all commentating it. Let's go. As well as homemade waffles, who was... Actually, on the program, uh, see two weeks ago, a week two ago? Weeks ago, two weeks ago, I've, I think. Yeah, as established with my exciting. my cousin's story, I've I've poor, uh, I have poor conception of the passage of time. That's okay. Uh, also, the fact that I was surprised when Bobby said it was Tuesday, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, we're, yeah um sure. Pepe, what do you think about uh, the rest of the? What do you think about the the rest of the match? I'm going to break down the rest of the matches real quick because I think yeah. not everyone has them lined up in their brain. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit chat. This is for you guys. This is this is coming up in two weekends, Mindy. Me and Scar are playing. We're also commentating, so it's both. Uh, we also got on the lineup HBox and Ginger, which is hype. I'd like to say I made that one happen. I messaged both of them. Good stuff. I made That one happened. Yeah, Good stuff. H uh, Box Ginger. Uh, IBDW is playing uh, S2J. j mm-hmm. the battle for mm-hmm. number three.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: that's how I'm. That's how I'm branding it. And then we've also got None playing Moki. Canada match, also Golden Gardens match, and Zayn playing Mango, which was which was the finals of the last Octagon or the final card of the last Octagon, and we're getting the run back. And I think it's been a little bit spoiled. I'm hearing apparently this was a surprise and we were going to make it this whole thing, but but you know everyone who watches Mango, which is a lot of you guys, know that his sub goal for a long time was uh, something he was going to do anyway, which was go to Zayn's basement and play him on a CRT for the octagon and maybe do a hot tub stream while while he's there i did not know that part right on the topic of you know i don't know calves well that is going to be beautiful yeah i would say so do you have uh do you have any do you have any uh predictions pp i wonder um
1: well i couldn't tell you how the hot tub stream will go but i can tell you that i'm thinking um you know i it seemed like uh It seemed like Zane seems to have a little bit more of an edge when he plays Mango lately. So if I had to put it on someone there, you know, that's probably where I'm going. But I mean, you know, in person and maybe, maybe Mango has some more of like a type of intimidation factor. Or maybe like it gets, maybe, you know, because it's in Zane's place, I do think um, the location of the event matters. I remember talking to Mango, you know, quite a while ago about how You know, Mango tended to win it more on the West Coast. Certain players win it more on the East Coast. Armada tended Ah. to win a little more in the Midwest. I talked about him about that a little while ago. He was like, I don't know why you think about that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I like playing at Zane's, maybe that has an impact. There are all kinds of things to consider there. And I mean, you know, then we have, um, we got some other sets.
2: Well done, production. That's exactly, okay, now that is that's not. Exactly <laughs> no, that's <laughs> what I heard. What that's, you're saying? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. my! You know, yeah. distilled
2: but, to the core of what? Well, you're hey, talking.
1: wait, wait. What if? What if Zane's family comes down and just starts chanting "Mango," right? Because everyone's a mango fan, so and you just, know, I feel like no, that affects. Oh. Me. All kinds yeah. of things. All, all kinds of things can happen, right? So that would get not, in Zane's not, head. Yes, I mean it yeah. would get in most people's head. So let's not let's not count on any possibilities here. A lot of things could certainly happen, and and outside factors can sway all sorts of things here. So I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not saying I would just say if I, I pick someone uh, there, but like you know, it's not it's far it's it's very very likely that you know Mango can still just just take it because it's never like Zayn is winning by some like massive amount or, or or like at least not like with any regularity or anything. So you know, very very possible. Mangoes Mangoes had some really strong wins. He's won on FD against Zane Plenty. So yeah i mean very very possible mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know what you have to say about that score how are you feeling about zane mango
0: i'm kind of catching up with uh i guess the their relationship you know what i mean mm. uh how their sets tend to go sure. um i don't know it definitely at this point feels like i don't know who's gonna win going into their sets um yeah. Although it does seem like Zane is m- much more consistently coming from the winner side, you know, and feels yeah. more stable. He's got a, a stability to him that Mango's yeah. never been known for. Um, but I guess there's no bracket in this one, huh? Right. Gonna
1: play no matter what.
2: Yeah, right. play no there's no
1: what. there's no being warm from playing loser's bracket or, or anything yeah. like that. Right. So, you, know, you don't have to win two
2: sets, is. right?
1: I if wonder they played
0: who prep would buy, who would favor, uh, you know, I wonder who does better with prep. I'm not
1: super sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah, can imagine
0: it? that mango might have some, uh, you know, some little things to spice things up.
1: Oh yeah. You know, I mean, when he to. wants to, he can, I mean, I remember, especially, I think a lot, a lot of times before a lot of Genesis events, he'll, he'll often come out and especially against certain players. He will bring some more things. So that's a good point to keep in mind. I think Zane yeah. does it some too, but I think it's almost kind of more surprising when mango will do it because he'll bring like a lot more things I think at once. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, that could, that could certainly shift things. How does, how does mango do as Batman with prep time?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Cause I feel like a lot of people like off of the, you know, the last time they played SCL final weekend, uh, uh, off of that performance, they'd be like, "Well, probably Zane, right?" But if you really think about it, Mango coming from losers, Mango didn't win the first set. If they played octagon format, one set to take it all, you know, I, I, by that logic, Mango actually would have won, right? If they were what do you got three game. out of five? Yeah, at the same time, Four I do seven? think this is probably first to five, right? This is first yeah, I five. think it's first to five. So that makes a difference. Uh, that does definitely <laughs> make a difference. Yeah, first to five. It's does Mango run out of gas? But eh, you only have to play one one first five. Yeah, right? without to a whole record. tournament. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I
0: don't know. Might have plenty in the tank, but we'll see. Hopefully, it's some great melee. Because I mean, yeah. that's what
2: I'm—that's what I'm getting used to seeing. Yeah, I for love sure. the close sets. When Mango and of have close sets, it's always fireworks, mm. as we've seen. Uh, well, we might get more questions uh, regarding the for sure. I want to. I think it's about time to get into talking to some of our guests uh, and, or I, sh- I should say, callers. Uh, yeah. So I think we have the first person lined up. So hello. And uh, what's your name? Where are you calling in from?
3: Hi, I'm Fang Shui. I'm calling in from New York City. Shout out to the East Coast. Hey, East Coast.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's uh, your What's your
1: question for us today?
3: So currently our best players are, for the most part, uh, one character mains. Is there something about the newer techniques or, like, the meta that's causing this phenomenon? Or do you think that the newer players, like the ones that are coming out post-doc or post-Slippy, will eventually learn different characters for certain matchups or maybe how they feel that day?
1: Mm. Yeah, That's a fair question. I think it's a Um, really good question. I can start unless uh, someone has, like, a burning response.
0: All I know is that there's been a debate about whether, you know, Mm. single-character main or multi-character main, uh, which one's going to be the best in terms of Solve Melee, and I feel like we have not gotten close to the answer to that question. Sure. I I mean, I think... I don't even know, would you say that right now we're super dominated by soloists? I'm not sure if I would say that we're dominated at this point, but it is more common... I guess. I would say
1: it's very, very common, I think, like, within top 10, top 20-ish, to just play one, or at least play one for the vast majority of matchups on the vast majority of stages. I know Mango will switch to Fox sometimes. I know Leffen mm-hmm. is going to play Sheik for Bard. Fox Sheik, oh. yeah. Uh, but I, I'm you know, i not sure how many other exceptions there were. I mean, even S2J, who was trying to Falco Ditto for a little while, seems like he's not doing that so much now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I almost feel like so their question is: So many new players, um, mm-hmm. so many new players are just picking one. And I think part of that, I was actually, um, I forget, if, I forget who I was talking to about it. It was one, it was one of the newer players that's been doing well lately, and they were saying, "Well, you know, I remember that. Um, I know that like Leffen could switch to Sheik much yeah. easier and give Zayn a hard time because he had so much experience and everything. But when Cody switched, it wasn't." But as challenging to zane right away he had to put more time in and i think that's kind of one of the factors here is like you're learning so much of the game and that one character is so complicated already on its own yeah that to that to learn another character just to use it sometimes and also to keep it warm and you know move time away from your main which you're still trying to overcome so much with right uh, and build all that stuff on i i feel like that makes it so much harder to improve and so i think you know, this is when we were seeing a lot of dual mains. I think we were seeing players that had already played for a long, long time doing a lot of that first. And so I think we might start seeing more dual mains maybe, but that'll be from people that have played long enough to, you know, do everything they want to do with their
2: main and then start bringing out like another character or, or I guess two, well, depending. Yeah. Because you were one of them, right? I actually yeah. remember a couple years ago, I remember like, I don't know, it must have been 2015, 2016, 2017, that whole stretch, like towards, I would say, the latter part of your career and then into. 2017-2018, like, there was a lot of talk where it was like, and this was also considered Armada was playing, Fox yeah. and Peach, Uh yeah. Mewtwo king was really prevalent at this era, like, Mutu king was doing really well, um, I'd say, like, 2017-2018, and people were like, a lot of people, I remember Tafo tweeted, like, yeah, I think dual maining might be the future, like, everyone's mm-hmm. gotta be dual maining, because, uh, you know, you just wanna, it just lets you be a little more consistent in tournament, and now, it's completely swung, it feels like, and, and now people are saying, you know, there's questions like this. And I think it's so funny how, like, Melee was already out for a very long period of time, and we're still having these swings where, I mean, yeah. I always feel like there's gonna, there's gonna be a little bit of an element here where people do kind of look at, like, the top two or three players, or the top four or five players, and it's whatever the trend is, Yeah, it kind of gets extrapolated, you know? Because even yeah. then, there weren't that many people dual-meaning. It was really you and King and Armada, Right. And well Mango too. Oh. And, and Mango too, yeah. I always forget that the spaces are
3: Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah The reason why I ask is I'm I'm a very old time player, so huge fan of uh both Scar, Fifth Genesis, and uh uh PPMD as well. And mm-hmm. I felt like uh, at, at the beginning <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning I felt like, you know, you had a lot of solo mains and then there was a time when, you know, like Ken picked up Fox and then uh, Isaiah started dual maining with Sheik, you know, and then you get this, you know, dual main era, and then it goes back to the solo. So I wonder if we're going to go back to another dual main in,
0: like, another two or
3: three years. Maybe. Mm. That's an I interesting like-
0: theory. With different games, you know, it's like uh, every game tests people's skill or whatever. You know, you got to have some way of thinking about games. It's kind of how I think about it. And I am sure with certain games, matchup just has it, it's a very important factor. And I think, of course, the matchups are important in Melee. But maybe uh, maybe you just get rewarded more for kind of this deep nuance and deep understanding of the game physics with one character. You know, mm. tiny situations, micro situations, maybe. Maybe Melee is just a game where... um that's not going to you know that's not ever going to be like a limiter you know x character can't be y character end of story right i don't i don't know um
2: i think it I sucks guess it, uh, sorry i was going to say i think also just mentality wise i talked about this with drug fox like PB, i actually kind of want to get your thoughts here cuz you used mm-hmm. to live this but um yeah i remember, I remember we're talking about it like dude it just sucks like the, i think the worst feeling cuz i've experimented with dual mating and i remember i don't know i would i, I, I would like i'd lose uh i'd go chic or something against like a marth and i'd like you know you're like not quite warmed up for your secondary or whatever and i'd like barely lose or something and then you're like oh crap okay do i want to stick it out with this counter pick do i want to go my main like ah how am i feeling on this particular day and you get into Mm -hmm. this whole thing in your head about like oh but i wouldn't and then you then you lose barely and then you're sitting there like man i would have just won if i just played my main right what if i just did my counter pick and it's never that simple but it's the worst feeling and right drug fox was saying he had a whole system for it he would only go you know this is when he was playing Sheik, and he would for example right he would only go marth as a counterpick on FD against Spacey's, and it it was like there was zero thought. It was like a system. And I wonder if, because it's hard to, (sighs) yeah, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like the mentality aspect is just rough?
1: yeah i mean you know i some people in in my community that i help um uh-huh. will talk about that too they'll say oh man you know i i i switched and then i you know i beat myself up because what if i didn't switch or what if i i switched to a different one maybe they have three or four you know like it's a right, it's a, it's a right. whole thing it's a real merry-go-round uh for Ugh. a lot of people so it, it's tough and um mm. i guess you know i there are so, there are various ways of solving it and i think i think there are like there are extra complexities to playing more characters like first of all, you have to uh-huh. keep them all warm you have to think about where you're going to play them and you have to think about how all that's going to work like you stop thinking about i am just going to do this and i'm just going to focus on these matchups you now have to say yeah. i'm going to divide and then you have to think of more possibilities what if they switch what if i don't mm-hmm. win the first game where am i going to take my risk and you have and so you have to start thinking about these types of scenarios and so um being very prepared and having a system like that is really yeah. important. But I think in order to be prepared, like you can spend all you can, people, I could tell people that, and they would just say, "Oh, well, I'm just going to think about this all the time and freak out." And I think <laughs> what matters the most for whether you're going to single main, dual main, whatever, is I think you got to be confident in your choices, and you have to you have to trust yourself that you're gonna you're gonna give your best shot with this. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of the the what ifs come from like, "Oh, well, maybe I didn't prepare as much with this character, and I thought I could have, or, or I spent so much time thinking about what I could do that I didn't." Do the work, or you know, whatever. Like, there's all kinds of possibilities there, and so I think really trusting yourself to to have it work out as best as you can make it work out, I think, is really important there. And I think it's harder with more characters because there's because you're you're changing more things that are not necessarily about like what you do in the game. You're changing more like outside the game, and so there's there is more questioning that can come in. So I think having a system helps, but I also think at the end of the day, if you don't trust your system, it's not going to matter. So I think it's really about trust.
2: Ah. Uh. Trust your system. Trust yourself. That's a very holistic answer. Thank you. Yeah, good question, Feng Shui. Appreciate that. And I, uh, you know, appreciate your uh, support of the of the the shows and stuff that we've done over the years. Thank you.
3: Thanks. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of all of
2: you, and I hope you continue this podcast. Thank for you. A long time. I'm a fan of you too. Have a wonderful <laughs> Tuesday. Absolutely. absolutely also if you have any shout outs you want to do feel free
3: uh shout outs to all the melee players from queens new york uh yeah uh shout outs to all the old school players like that are coming back like
2: husband and wes husband uh, yeah mm-hmm. so, absolutely uh
3: thanks a lot guys uh, amazing
2: thank have you have a great tuesday which is the day of the week
1: that it is that's right. <laughs> That's I heard. also want to say really quickly before we get into the next one, um, yeah, a lot of the past stages were actually absolutely crazy for Fox, so that probably interacted yeah. with it a little bit. Like, uh, bad. For-
2: like Rainbow think, yeah. Cruise.
1: They were also, well, yeah. Um, we don't talk about that one, but we can talk about, you know, I mean, there were some other stages that also benefited, like having like a pocket Peach or Puff, like Brinstar and yep. Mute and everything. So
3: Oh, true. So, uh,
1: yeah, I I could have, I could have you know, we, there's a little bit more that could have probably been added. But yeah, that was, I just wanted to kind of add that in there for anyone that wanted to think about, you know, because we were talking about across eras and everything. Hmm. Having PTSD thinking about those stages. <laughs> Did you have any
0: of those stages you really liked, Bobby, that you would take people to? I took J-Man to Mute City one time. I took Chudad. You took a uh, Fox to Mute City. Wait, people said that Fox Falcon like mutes actually better, and I tried it. It was close,
1: but okay. I get I mean, the main thing I guess is that Fox recovery is much worse. But yeah, otherwise, I'm n- not. Wait, but
2: but Fa- yeah, but Falcon has to land on the stage and do his little. Uh, I, I, get, I, like, think the, I think. I think the main thing is anyway, probably-
1: you know. Yeah, about to yeah. say he probably just dies anyway. So it's like ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That was the theory,
0: but sometimes you can get destroyed on. So anyway, but yeah, yeah those stages those were, were. I like wild. today's stages list better than the old one personally. Yeah,
2: I hear I hear that from a lot of people. I hear that from a lot of people. I need some falcons who would take people to Congo jungle. Uh, I know that was like a. I don't know yeah. if that was because they liked it though, no, or it was just like. Objectively speaking, it should be pretty good, but uh, I never liked it. You never liked it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do
1: that. I'm noticing a theme here, Scar. Yeah.
0: I like so things I'm to be purist. controlled. I like things to be controlled. Yeah, I am I am a purist to some degree. And I but I did that. take Chew Dead to Brinstar, and it did help. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was that at uh herb or whatever? Chew's house. And probably at Herb, yeah. Word. Did you hey, beat Chew Choo in Choose house? I did. Took his wow. money. Wow. That's what mango, you realize that's what Mango's going to be trying to do to Zane, He's try to, yeah, <laughs> try to take his money in his own house, in his, his own, own house, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what's worse losing to someone in their house or losing to someone in your own house. Like, I wonder who's in a worse spot if they lose there because you know, it's like if you lose it, like if Zane loses, he can't like just be like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go to my room and be alone and be <laughs> sad for a second, you know, because Mango's right there, so it's like. True. Well, anyway. uh, all right i think we have our next caller uh yeah. just about queued up and ready to go we're gonna bring him on hello hello how are you doing how's your how's your tuesday
4: yeah how's it going uh what's well, up with it. Uh, myself yeah and like where i'm from yeah yes, please yeah uh my tag's a little hard to read uh it's a lot of people call it pijan show so i just john show yeah show. and uh I'm, I'm calling in from new jersey So, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, Given uh, salty sweets of the past and octagons Mm. of the present, Mm. there's clear potential and desire for grudge matches in Melee. But, you know, excuse me if I'm being a bit presumptuous here, but history has shown they don't always land 100%. So, what do you think it takes for these matches to live up to the hype? Whether it be, like, Mm. when it comes to, like, the idea of the match itself, when it comes to how the matches build, or, like, the execution of the match, like, in terms of, like, stage gimmicks, or, like, how the players play, and, like, how the commentators talk about it and stuff.
2: We were all there at Apex 2015. Mm -hmm. Yes, we were, because PP won it, and Scar hosted it. The Salty Suite, rather. I would say Apex 2015 was probably the most memorable salty sweet. Memorable, for yeah. But was reasons. it good from?
0: Was it like good from the definition that uh, Pajoncho is kind of putting forth? Yeah. What do you mean I, by that? Apex 2015 landed. Uh, yeah, I mean, landed.
1: Landed, <laughs> landed is certainly is certainly the definition
4: we're looking. Yeah, for it's here. a little it's a little vague. Um, I mean, there are a lot of different things there because I think on like a commentary front, like especially uh, Scar. I feel like he put in, like, so much effort <laughs> to, to really kind of put a lot of dramatic emphasis on everything. There was a up, lot of, like... Up the drama, up the Yeah, stage, yeah. The there thing. was a lot of setup and a lot of, like, almost encouraging the onstage talent, the players. Yes. You know, yeah. To, to really, like, put themselves out there, really <laughs> yeah. try and, like, yeah, you know, amp up everyone. Because, like, they're the ones who, they're the one who's, like, pretty much the entire thing is, like, build around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, especially for like left and V chilling. Like, if it weren't for you, I remember I forget who brought this up where, but someone brought up that like it's entirely because of you that we got my B out of chilling. Yeah, yeah. Either, I was think it might be for Atrioc who said it. I think yes. I said that. Yeah, it, it, it was in like a. Far
2: willed forth my B.
4: <laughs> yeah, he, he. I mean, he, I had to he... ask him how he felt. <laughs> he had to do got something it. after that, right? Uh uh-huh yeah like i think i think as far as like the commentary goes there was it was it was almost completely by accident that we got like this really cool like uh, uh, a really funny like meme that would last pretty much like might be yeah until like kingdom come as well as like almost like a a a super organic setup or the the mango Leffen in bracket grudge match that like, just happened. Yeah, yeah that just yeah. happened. Right. That wasn't yeah. planned, you know? Yeah, it, it just... It, it was like, the energy was all there, and it was just, like, it was absolutely perfect. It was perfect, yeah, it was perfect. Uh, As somebody who's um, there, I can yeah. tell you,
2: I was sitting in the crowd, and I was like, this is perfect, this is so hype. Yeah,
4: no, exactly. And, you like, know? even, like, watching after the fact, it's like, whoa, this, like, happened in real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Right. Um, so, on the other hand... Like when it comes to like the actual ideas for certain grudge matches, uh, what else mm-hmm. was there? It was like it was a uh, Bizarro Flame Eichelman, I think. Yeah. Which yeah. that one, uh, that one was like it was kind of weird because they couldn't get uh, right. Like they just had to replace I think yeah, Kage. Kage at the yeah. last second. Right. And uh, there was Ken. There was Ken, Ken PC Chris. Chris. That was kind of cool, but it wasn't. Yeah. like, uh, It was it a was cool a like true grudge match. Yeah. Classic. But they 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 were very like. Uh, I don't know, they were very like classy. It was it was just very simple, yeah. <laughs> it felt like. Uh and then there was there was what, Axe Silent Wolf? Uh
1: yeah. And there was also West Balls and Kobo Oh yeah. Shine cryin until Crying. Yeah.
4: And it's
2: Right. Shine like, until Crying, I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a decent meme. Mm. Uh,
1: and, and I think
2: it's a great question. It is. I
1: still don't know what you mean by land. Well, yeah, I think
0: uh, uh, I think what I'm hearing is like that it, that it kind of comes together and it creates something that's that's memorable and that was worth being there for, as opposed to sometimes where it kind of just falls flat. Um,
2: is that is that about right, Jonchal? Yeah. I remember some of the, for example, like I remember something that people used to complain about a lot back in the day. Actually, okay, I will say this is a hot take. I'm not in this boat. I actually thought they were kind of cool, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I was a big <laughs> noob back then. People hated the apex. Uh, earlier Apex uh, uh, USA versus the world crew battles. And the reason people hated those is they felt it was inorganic. They felt like there wasn't actually a bond necessarily between a lot of the players on the, the world crew. Like, it's like, why are you taking these guys from Canada and putting them from, with these guys from Europe? And, and you know, and like, w- like, what what do they really have in common besides the fact that they're coming from outside of the United States? And then similarly, like, Mango and Mutu king are playing on the same crew. Do they really belong on the same crew? Like they kind of represent two different schools and two different, you know, whatever regions, you know. And people would say, "Well, that feels a little bit unauthentic. It feels a little bit, uh, you know, you just you just wanted to fill the schedule somehow." Or you know, I mean, you know, it is. It's and and I think the the worst example of of a stage ma- I think the or 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 the best example, depending on how you're using the, the term, of like a. Uh, a a grudge match that fell flat was Captain Jack versus Isaiah at Apex. <laughs> if you guys yeah. remember, Isaiah literally just stood still and they didn't fight each other. Um, yeah, I remember that. Which one. was a very Isaiah thing to do, and maybe in its own way, it was a bit of a you know an opportunity for expression from Isaiah. But uh, I would say it was not what at least the event organizers were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I think man. it could be hard. I think it could be hard to get it to come together. Because, yeah, yeah, it kind of has there has to be uh, something at stake. Somebody has to feel, you know, that they really want Yeah, there's got to
4: be, like, a level of, like, personal investment, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just not satisfying if they're not, if it's not, I don't know. I, I do think that it's hard to do, and I think that um, as just individuals, you know, because I think a lot of us want to see cool grudge matches, and I think that, you know, a lot of people have tried to pull it together, but to actually pull something like that together and to have an audience and to have two players who are interested and, you know, they're kind of uh, in the storyline, they're in on it. It's it just takes, I think, a lot of work to put together. Um, and you bring up Mango kind of challenging Leffen at, at Apex. That was just super cool. And Mango just kind of did it, you know, to to keep that excitement yeah. going, I think, in, in a way. So, um, yeah, I don't know if we know the magic yet.
2: Maybe it's just, I, you know, you know maybe we should just I, start sacrificing feel- animals. Or, uh, you mentioned Mango or you matches men- and pray to the gods. You mentioned Mango, and I actually do feel like there's something there. I feel like when the participants involved are willing to, you know, yeah, because a lot of the time a bit. we go to
0: them, right? And we're like, hey, are you down to do a grudge match with this other? And they're like, oh, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Not yeah, sure I don't about know.
2: That. yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I want like- both players to be ready to go. Like, yeah, let's settle this. And part of the reason I think. Uh, Octagon 2 is going to be cool is because, you know, Mango's literally going, is it, like, Mango's going out of his way to go... I, that wasn't suggested, I don't think, by Golden Guardians. I think that that kind of happened organically where uh, I think Mango and Zane were talking, and they just kind of willed that, you know, or they they kind of put that idea together. And the fact that Mango's going to be going to Zane's house and kind of making it a thing, he's going to be preparing for it, uh, I think that lends it a little bit of, um, you know, credence, maybe is the word. But... Think about it this way, right? Think about it this way. I think, look at great, look at tournament grand finals or just tournament matches. Like, not every tournament match is going to be looked back upon as, like, a really exciting tournament match. Like, the great final sets or whatever, what have you, you know, Apex 2015 with PP or, you know, Big House 9 with Mango and Zane. Like, those great sets, like, not every major ends with a great grand finals. Um... Sometimes, sometimes tournament sets are washes, or they're boring, or you know, it's um, you know, wh- whatever for 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 various reasons, right? Some tournament sets, I think, are they just end up having been more exciting than others, and I think to a very great degree, you kind of can't plan it. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So um,
4: okay. Yeah, do
1: you have something you want to say, uh, P. John? Show.
4: Uh. Uh, uh did you have anything it sounded like you're about to say yeah i mean i have
1: know. i have a little bit i can say
4: about it but yeah if you uh, uh, yeah okay go, go for it first
1: okay well i just wanted to say that i mean kind of what we were talking about initially with uh commentary and i think anyone that's hyping it i think uh part of it has to be that you everyone's kind of keeping in mind that the commentary has like way less limits or you're not you're trying to do something very different with it and i think mm-hmm. I think Scar's really good at pushing into that. I think there are some other people that have really like commentating uh salty sweets that have really pushed into that, and that's helped to make it memorable frog frog um, for sure yeah and so, pick, I, yeah. but i think i've been kind i was kind of thinking about it while you guys were talking, and I think that. I think a lot of people are drawn to the idea of like it being like this event or all of this stuff, this energy, this this excitement around this event, and so I kind of think that like so much of it is about marketing, which is not really an answer I was mm-hmm. really expecting to give when I got this question, but I really feel like you know what what made Leffen Chillin iconic, regardless of the result, honestly, was the yeah. fact that he. They they beefed, but not, I mean, beef, I think, is kind of like I think everyone wants beef because it makes the storyline like like we just go from from like not really caring about a match yeah. to suddenly caring about it a lot. But I think marketing <laughs> will just get you where you want to be without having to force people to hate each other or something like that. And I think like, yeah, he dropped the rap video. I think that was insane at the time. And, <laughs> yeah. and I think that just changed so much. And I think that really got people so much more invested. And he did that while he was doing cosplay stuff while you know this event was like kicking up and all this stuff was happening and i think and i think because it was just at the event that everyone was talking about and there was a lot of marketing that was going for it at the time i think that really helped and i think you know the more that um various events that do grudge matches are are Trying to get into that type of spirit more, and uh, you know there are various ways they could do it to to build the prestige of it, so people want to be part of that, so they want to ham it up more, so the commentators want to do more for that. I think so much of it has to just be a. um, a marketing push kind of maybe from TOs. I don't really know where it all comes from. I don't know why Apex was the one that had it all happen that way. I don't really have the answer for that. But I, I yeah. think I think the marketing is honestly more important than how well the players play because I don't really remember a lot of salty sweets of the past, but I know that I know about that one and I thought it was cool. I honestly thought it was cool that Canon PC played because like you know, like there was, there was the doc had come out not too long before that. Now we have them playing in something and we got to see Ken do counters and we we're like, ooh, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And then, and then Wes still said the shining till you're crying thing. We were like, ooh, ooh. And then, and then, he, double, <laughs> and then he did that double shine thing that everyone liked. And, you know, so ooh. like, yeah, ooh again. And so I don't know. It's We're like good. I but I feel like that stuff doesn't land as much or it just seems weird or no one wants to do it if it's not attached to an event that or, or whatever about the mm-hmm. space that everyone's caring about. So I mm-hmm. almost I feel like that is the thing we have to nurture. Like whether that's a TO thing, whether that's a community thing, whether players can, whatever they have to contribute to it, I don't think gameplay is really, you know, what the determining factor is. Like but I will say if like Mango and Zane they do some like weird get about how they hate each other a lot or whatever beforehand or like they punch each other or whatever before they sit down like that changes the way i feel about the set regardless of what happens and i and you know like i just think it's i just so i think like like that whatever but they might not be compelled to if, if just depending on how things go so again i feel like it's the kind of the 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 feeling of the event and i think that's on i guess everyone to try and everyone. cultivate it so yeah, uh, yeah i think it
2: spirals right i think it i think the players caring about it and the commentators or the hosts in, in bobby's case caring about it yeah the crowd caring about it i remember in 11 versus yeah. chill there was a guy behind Chillin with the fucking cardboard <laughs> cutout of yeah. Chillin dude's face yeah like holding it up and it was like surreal it was like there were two chillins. Yeah. Uh, And it was like like really weird looking back. Like it was just a, he wasn't even doing a facial expression. It was just kind of a neutral face. (laughs) Like he was just kind of like, it was very strange, but I think it really added like the fact that it's six years later. And I remember that so vividly is is something right. So I think it all spot, it's it's like a feedback loop. And if, so people don't care, like if somebody doesn't care, then the other people won't care. But if someone cares and kind of brings that starts bringing that energy, I think it kind of, you know, goes between Uh, people. Like loops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes which sense which is to say yes, that you you can be the spark yes. that feeds <laughs> the energy leading into the octagon two. Imagine I don't know.
4: Imagine you make a fucking
2: imagine you did something that Zayn's yeah. face.
4: Imagine make a rap video. Just go to Zane's house.
2: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> just, just put the camera just Zayn spits spit, spit some bars real quick. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I think people caring about it it it, it spirals. Okay. Yeah. Good question.
4: Uh oh yeah, thanks. Um is there is there time for like a, a follow up or or
2: Yeah, sure that... say, you know,
4: say your little uh, piece. You you guys are like asking or you guys you guys brought up how like you know there there's a lot of effort to like try and like bring bring stuff out of players to like to yeah. like kind of get them in the zone and, and make them offer their energy up to the event. And like what's interesting is that when it comes to like the online space and like in particular twitter you know uh there's clearly a lot of like actual like oppositional energy there like like people are clearly willing to like back to like bite back at one another
1: they won't stuff. always do that in person
4: but yeah yeah exactly yeah. so uh, i was i was like wondering if there was like a way you guys thought like that, harvest that you could that. Like a, like a pretty, like, maybe like a, a bit more of like a playful way to kind of like draw that out into like a real space. I was like Leffin, writing
1: down. Leffen versus the people he's blocked. <laughs> it's yeah. just a marathon. That's the whole event. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah, like, I that's
4: think like 400 it's hours.
3: Management.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, I, there, I was writing down ideas that I thought were just kind of like, they made me chuckle a little bit. I was like, oh, Leffen versus Ginger, but Leffen plays on a monitor and Ginger plays on a CRT. And then like. <laughs> <laughs> the one who wins gets to break the other, the the, the person's, like, zero, oh like, like monitor or something. That, that would probably make gimmick. people cry. That's a good gimmick. <laughs> that is a good gimmick. <laughs> like, stuff on stage that, like, but, like, I, I was just wondering if there was, like, realistic ways of, like, yeah. really, like, drunk. Because I, I understand that nerd talk like that doesn't necessarily translate well on mic. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine Scar giving the mic to Ginger and just Ginger going off about, like... <laughs> how how monitors are you're literally brain dead if you like monitors or anything like that i've played x amount of hours and this is this is what my research has given like that, that would be
0: that would have to be a
4: parody yeah i mean yeah, in, a, in a way three that three might days. be kind of entertaining in like a really surreal sort of way <laughs> mm-hmm. but um uh, yeah i i just wanted to do thoughts on like maybe like implementing those sorts of gimmicks because i think scar or no wait ppmd briefly mentioned how like because of the fact that it was a salty sweet it wasn't like an official tournament set you could like push the limits of yeah. commentary you mm-hmm. could you could mm-hmm. do like people could go and say things that would be kind of odd on like a on like your usual tournament set so yeah, i was wondering cool. if you guys how you guys felt about like expanding that to like other avenues of an event like that
0: I think if you have those ideas, you should hit up some TOs and be like, hey, I want to help run X, Y, or Z. I know that that's not the answer that people want to hear because, you know, it is very difficult to get connected, you know, to find the person to talk to, to organize things. But if your question is what's going to make an idea like that real, it is somebody doing that work, period. Uh, Yeah. And I'm not going to do it. (laughs) It's definitely not going to be me. Yeah, so I mean, unless you I know, know somebody to delegate it to, you know, if you're not going to do it yourself, then we'll just, you know, we'll just kind of continue. And then whoever does feel inspired, sometimes it has to be the right time. Um, yeah. Then maybe it will come together. But I like that idea with the TV and the and the monitor. And I think if you've got any more like that, you should bring them up and agree. Yeah. Do it.
4: Yeah. Uh, Agreed. Thank you very much. Uh, this was this was cool. Thank you. <laughs> bro, really that was a good. good place to meet you, Pajoncho. You got any oh, shoutouts yeah. on so your? It way was it was awesome meeting all of you guys, legends mm-hmm. for the past however many years of my life. It's it's super duper cool to like be talking with you guys in this call. So uh, yeah, thanks for hearing me out. It was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, shoutouts to yeah, I'll just carry on with my shoutouts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't mind. Go for uh, it. Shoutouts to the New Jersey scene. Uh, I was watching like the, the, the Golden Gardens episode of Jeopardy, Melee Jeopardy, and I realized right then and there that I had literally no idea who was in New Jersey because I thought mm-hmm. that Swedish Delight was going to be on the PR list, and he wasn't. So that kind of spooked me. Um, <laughs> but shout-outs to them. Uh, you know, uh, going hard. Uh, and also shout-outs to just uh, Radio, me- Radio Melee and Golden Guardians as a whole. Kind of sub like sub to the YouTube. Sub to the YouTube. Yeah. Uh given creating like a space for like the community to participate in like mm-hmm. just really cool discussion and back and forth with some of Melee's like greatest legends. It's it's been an honor and it's just really awesome what you guys are doing here. So thank um, you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Have a right, nice rest of your day. Yeah, you guys as well.
2: Thank you. Peace John Cho. I like that dude. Like I'm really- really- dude, that was the kind of question where like I'd never really like a lot of these questions, you know, I read the question or I hear the question, and I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I have an answer for this. That one I feel like I had to think about a little bit. That was uh, I feel like I learned something. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. all right, I think we're uh we got someone else uh, queued up, so what is up? How you doing? What's your name?
5: Hi. Um, uh, this is Schulzi uh i'm Let's from the see. bay area
0: hey what is up with it uh, welcome to star Joe no show <laughs>
5: thanks dude <laughs> um yeah so i'm from the bay area uh i'm a new player i just, yeah. just recently started picking up the game um <laughs> Yo, dope. Uh, yeah i finished school and so now i actually have time to like actually learn rather than being that uh that idiot kirby who down on all their friends <laughs> nice um yeah, so I was curious what you guys thought about like how to meet like uh or meet and or like find like a good mentor and or like sensei when like joining the scene. Mm-hmm. Um I learn most like pretty well when I like learn in person with people, like talking to them, asking them questions and getting immediate feedback, you know? And yeah. uh I was wondering if like um I guess maybe Toph, since I know you're in the Bay Area, maybe you can speak specifically, but I guess trying to keep it more general to people you know, everywhere when they're, or for like Slippy people like me who are just coming into the game, who are trying to find people to, to teach them like how everything works and teaching them different techniques or ways to play, what type of variables, so to speak, are important in finding that good person to teach you? Like, mm. does character, um, like, uh, does like them meaning the same character, is that important? Does it matter like how well they do in tournaments? or how many years of experience they've been playing. I'm just curious, like, what you guys think are, like, important things to look for, or maybe even what are red flags as to, like, maybe this person's kind of toxic. They probably shouldn't be teaching me. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, okay, first of all, I agree with that last one. I think,
0: Uh, uh, so the first thing that comes to mind is COVID. It's going to be a bit tougher in COVID. That's an important variable, I would say. I think when locals become a thing again, then that's going to open some doors. And then the second thought that crossed my mind was about beggars versus choosers, right? Beggars can't be choosers. You got a bunch of folks in the bullpen who might be good mentors and senseis and you're narrowing them down. What's the field looking like, Schultzy? (laughs) Do you have no Um, one? If you have no one, then you're probably looking for someone better than you, I would assume. Someone who's available when you are and who's going to beat you and you're not going to feel, you know, you're Mm going to feel like you can come back for more. Mm. I don't I think like I've, I've played a bunch of people on my come up and I don't, I, I don't think that there was anything specific about them, but each one was better than me and they all
2: pulled me up. Um, I definitely like, yeah, when I was getting in, I would say the first thing even to look for is not even necessarily a mentor, but I think what's really helpful when you're just starting out is like a rival, like yeah, when rival. I started playing, mm-hmm. I, uh, he played Mewtwo. too. He posted a lot on Smashboards about the Mewtwo Zelda matchup. His name was Ko Star. Shout outs to Klein. Everyone on the West Coast loves Klein. Amazing. Hasn't been around for a long time, but um yeah, we used to play Falcon Mewtwo and we were terrible because we'd been playing for 1 month. But we that you know, I had somebody and I think that was actually really big. And it wasn't until I got like a fair bit better that I started hitting up like, you know, I mean, I'd say one of my first senseis was like Silent Wolf where I would literally, you know, I would take the bus like an hour and a half to his place. Um and that's kind of an unwritten rule that everyone kind of knows is the worst player has to go to the better player. Uh, okay, obviously now it's in the online era. We could just play on Slippy or whatever. Back in the day, you had to haul your ass over to work to their place of residence probably. And, you know, that's, that's chill. Um, just kind of echoing like what Bobby said. You know, you kind of you take what you can get. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 would, I would honestly say like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think you need like a super well-defined mentor. But if you do feel like that's the kind of thing that you really want and you want that very established kind of mentor-student relationship, I would say more than ever there are a lot of people who are doing lessons on, you know, like people are advertising melee lessons and stuff like that, like melee coaching for, like, pretty reasonable prices. Um, Like I saw, like, you know, Cell, who's a SoCal-ranked Falco, who's extremely good, actually. Not a very well-known player, but um, beat my ass the last time we played on Unranked. And, uh, yeah, he was saying he's doing lessons for like, I don't remember what his exact price is. So I don't want to misquote it, but not very much. Um, so I would say those resources do exist now. And I would say, if you really need that, I would just go, honestly, honestly, I would just, yeah, just go go find just, just find a coach, find a coach and just get a rival. Like I would say, go to a local, find someone who's, it could be the guy that you narrowly beat or narrowly lose to second round of bracket and losers or something like that. Right. Whatever. Um, just be like, hey, let's get some friendlies in, make friends with them, and then go from there. Hey, let's uh let's play this week. You know?
0: Yeah, I yeah. Think that's that's definitely how I found my first rivals. It was like close mm-hmm. tournament sets while I was coming up.
1: Yeah, I think in person I think a lot of this stuff just sort of so- solves itself. And this is kind of what this yeah. person's saying. Um, but yeah. yeah, if you're online, I mean Uh, A lot of Discord servers, a lot of them are just free to go into, the character ones have guides, you can learn a lot there, people might be more willing to teach there, some people know that if they teach, they learn the information better, so they want to teach it, you want to learn it, it can kind of work out pretty well for both parties. Um, I think playing the same character, I mean, you're already going to a Discord for your character, but, you you know, say you're in a larger one, or something, like, that can still help you, because more people want to talk about their own character, or want to complain about their own character, just depends. Um... Let's see. But yeah, I'd say experience matters. I wouldn't say it's the biggest deal, just someone having more than you. And if they like mm-hmm. having to help or, and you're trying to get more than one person to help too. I think, uh, I think Toph was saying that earlier, like, or I think maybe, uh, yeah, but I think, uh, it was getting said earlier that if you have more people that you're talking to, you're getting more perspectives, more experience, and they're going to be correcting more things that, uh, you're not focusing on. Um, you said something about red flags at the end. I was thinking about it, and I think the only thing you want to watch out for is anyone that kind of talks down on you or makes fun of you a whole lot, or basically you're not having fun thinking about playing with them or playing Melee. That's really your biggest red flag with that. That's And, that, a red and flag. Yeah, so if you, if, if other people give you, give you that kind of take uh, about them, or you kind of get that experience, you can either bring it up or you can just find someone else, because there are a lot of people out there that are talking about Melee and stuff right now. It's kind of like, if someone, you know, is playing in a in a way, or or just not playing a character you want to play against on unranked? You just leave and go get someone else. Same type of thing. So I don't know if that if what you guys think about
2: that, or if that that adds a little more useful perspective there. Yeah, I think I think a big part of it is just this is this is definitely a COVID era question. Yeah, and I think uh, you said you just started, right, uh, Schultzy? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. I think because you you probably haven't been any like in person tournaments yet, right?
5: No, I've never been to one before. That's kind of why mm-hmm. I was asking.
2: Mm. Right, right, right. I think I think you'll but find no. that this is the sort of thing that sorts itself out when you know when offline tournaments are back on the table. You uh, will still have to go yeah. out of your way to ask, like you. It true, might not true. Be, it it helps to be up up a little bit.
1: But yeah, like uh, people. I mean, People are usually pretty willing to just answer a question if you ask, as long as you don't try to say, okay, well, can I talk about this matchup next? And can I talk about all these other sorts of things? That might be a lot, but if you just ask some and then you watch some and then maybe you ask again later or you get other people's takes, I think it usually works out. Yeah. probably.
0: And probably if I could, if I could say if I were you, probably what I would do is number one. Yeah, definitely. I would get a coach if you're not broke, if you're broke, then that's a, you know, maybe you yeah. can get a deal when you hit it rich, you know, you'll, you'll pay that coach. Uh, and then two <laughs> I, like I think that. that like if you're if you're in the Bay Area then you could do the training mode Tuesdays on Mondays um, training mm-hmm. mode tournament training mode time whatever it is training mode Tuesdays. Yeah. but, but uh, Tuesdays. the reason I bring it up is because you'll tend to find people who are more invested like who are entering tournaments and so you know if you can find people who have that positive energy and they want to like get better then that's probably somebody you can count on to be available when you know when you want to play mm. I think any rival who's playing a lot would be really, really, really good. Yeah. Strong uh, echo on trading mode Viral, tournaments. My uh, homie, friend, you know, whatever you yeah. want it to be. But I think Tove's point is like somebody who you can enjoy playing against yeah. where you feel like you're pushing each other. Uh, like, a and, buddy, you know? exactly. like a gym buddy, you know? It's like a gym buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, someone to hold you oh. accountable. Yeah,
5: definitely. I feel that. Uh, can I ask yeah. a follow-up question? I don't mean to take up too sure. much time. No,
2: no, no. Yeah, sure. go
5: ahead. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, uh, scar about, um, finding a coach. Um, and I know, I know PP you're, uh, you're coaching nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. but what do you think is, I guess, so now there's quite a few coaches out there to choose from. Mm-hmm. Do you have any suggestions on how to find a good coach or how to choose one?
0: In my um, personal opinion, I would just give more than one a shot. Again, it depends on yeah. how your money situation is, but, um, pro- probably mm-hmm. after a couple of, uh different interactions you'll know who you really want to learn more from who you're ready for
1: yeah mm-hmm. i i would say i mean there are like if you go to medify uh that'll have like a list of coaches you can go through and see What's what rates are uh, it's a it's I mean, a coaching platform among other things um and and it's something that a lot of people are on. I know Zane's on it, M2K's on it, other people are on it. And so you can go through there and just kind of compare there. Um, some other people are on Patreon. It kind of just depends. Um, if you're looking, if you want to find a good coach, there are a couple ways you can do it. Like someone that meshes with you, you can... Um, try and find someone that worked with these people, ask them how their experience was, how that went for them. Um, You can go into these people's streams. You can say, well, how are they breaking down the game? Is that a way that I find engaging or interesting for me? Um, And yeah, I mean, all else fails. You can always just see if you can get in with some of them and then see how that experience works for you and um, try it out. So, I mean, there are various ways to solve it. Um, I mean, so I don't know if that makes you feel a little more comfortable with it, but yeah, it's very important to find a coach that works well for you because that's going to really influence your experience with Melee as a whole.
2: Yeah. And I would I would actually echo something you said that you brought up yourself, which is the place I would probably start looking is people who main your character. Yeah, Or at least if you know, I mean, if someone's good enough, like Drug Fox or Leffen can teach you something yeah. about probably most characters, but especially, I don't yeah. know, if you play like Luigi or something. Then you probably want someone who's a little bit more of a specialist, because, like, dude, I I don't know how how I would coach a Luigi, for example, you know. So I would say start from your character and go from there. Um, just just to kind of echo something you already brought up, Schultzie. Who do you oh, play? Thanks. Who do you uh, play?
5: I I uh, started meaning Link. I I feel like that's probably a bad
1: choice, but uh, no, it's fine. Live it your life. So yeah. If you're liking it you're yeah, liking it I don't have it any link. I, don't have any link. I, I don't know what the, top know who the link link head. coach would be yeah, but I mean you so, know I mean I've worked with various people I've worked with uh Save State who is a link link link. player. Yeah,
4: yeah, I mean I've can... worked with Save State who's
1: a link player and it was it was fine and um was able to get was able to get Save State some value from that. Um, Amy, what's the what's the most
2: give like one little nugget of coach wisdom you've given Save State for like a link player?
1: Um something that Save State did kind of get uh, concerned about uh, was getting hit by a lot of moves close to Sheik. So Safe State was putting up shield a lot. And so I said, well, what if we use other things to kind of dodge hits or uh, make Sheik think about um, all this other stuff up close? Because what Safe State was doing was shielding a lot. And so yeah. uh, that was leading to that, them getting grabbed a lot. And so I was like, well, what, what if we explore our options and explore our possibilities here? And so I got uh, them thinking about all sorts of ways to solve problems there, and then that may, and then I also had uh, them play Sheik, and so that uh, opened a lot of possibilities up for them. So that's like that's kind of a standard way that I'll solve things is trying to get people to explore possibilities, play a character that they're struggling with, and that that works pretty well for a lot of people. So I think I can get value to a lot that's of cool. people doing things like that. But I mean, like I said, I'm not saying that this is not we didn't. This is not a. Uh, this is not a plug. This is not someone we uh, paid to come on and uh, ask a question that could promote <laughs> me or something. It's not. This is not the plan. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I feel like myself, but also a lot of other people. M two Ks had plenty of experience playing lots of characters. Other, mm. you know, like like uh, you know, Drug Fox, Left, and other people could do a ph- phenomenal job with it too. I think it just is a, is a, about what, what you're looking for and who you think you'd vibe with.
5: Cool. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Hey, maybe I'll run into you at one of these NorCal locals when stuff opens up. Make sure you say yeah, hi. Yeah, definitely. Will
1: do. Scar, I think you're muted. Oh, there you go. That's a shame. That is a shame. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see, I was
0: just saying, good luck and have fun. Enjoy your time oh, with cool. Melee. It's a great game. And I also said message PPMD. Just, just oh. message him. He'll coach you. Just <laughs> message him. <He> <laughs> want to plug but I know we gotta take those plugs when they come. Just message. I guess so. of one of the I guess best coaches so. you could ask for. Give me Definitely. a break. Thank you, you Scott.
3: That's quite an endorsement. <laughs> Give, me break, me Give me a break, Kevin. Give me a break. Like you don't even All know right. who you are. <laughs> right, Chelsea, I'm, just I'm just out, out here trying, man.
2: If you had anyone else you want to plug, any shout-outs, uh the floor is yours.
5: Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know anybody in the uh in my scene, but I guess, uh, if I had a shout out, uh, someone slash something, I shout out sliced bread. I'm not sure if you've tried it, but it's
2: pretty great. Oh, mm. Wonderful. A Thank lot of sure. good things have been said about it. Mm-hmm.
3: That's yeah. True. Yeah. Kind of gets brought up
2: as a, uh, you know, as a comparison, you know, this so is the prototypical. greatest thing since. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Typical. Good thing. Can't go wrong. Good shout out. <laughs> have a great rest of your afternoon, Schultz. You too sliced bread i was thinking sliced bread might have been someone's tag i know? thought i was thinking tag too yeah
1: there's probably one of like, my yeah uh yeah i was thinking i have someone in my community called french baguette so sliced bread really not a big jump for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the bread
2: types Mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's it for the uh the callers for the day yeah. uh thank, thank you, you guys, guys to everybody that came on in. yeah and i i was gonna say i liked a lot, i was kind of keeping an eye on the, the questions there was a lot of questions that i kind of wish we got to get to but um uh, you know, just keep them coming Um, I'm trying to keep a mental checklist of the people that asked really dope questions. So if you come back next week, I'll try to flag some of you guys and we'll get to talk to you hopefully. But again, thank you everyone who's hanging on the discord. Appreciate, appreciate you all. Thank you. Love to hear yeah. from the people. Kevin, while we got scar on, we should, uh, we should, we should chat him up a little bit before we, uh, before we sign off for the day. I know you want to, had you, had you want an open book. I'm an open book. Yeah, I mean, uh the kind of question I had uh scar
1: if you don't mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: I kind of wanted to ask you about um I mean kind of more about the about the octagon event itself. Like kind of what impact do you think exhibitions cuz this is cuz we we had invitationals, we had summit for a long time and now we are yeah. having something even more exclusive. Um mm-hmm. we're having just these few things to the point where like, you know, a a significant portion of the event is two people now in one room playing uh and doing whatever in a hot tub afterward congrats to them and but i gotta say you know it's it's very exclusive at this point and so i'm i'm wondering what your what your thoughts are about about that what does that mean for the community what does that mean for the players what does that mean for does it does it is a signifier of melee becoming more esports what are you thinking about that
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I hadn't actually thought about it. Um, And I wonder how much it has to do with COVID. Like, would we do Mm -hmm. stuff like this as much if it weren't equally easy? Uh, In other words, like, uh, when we did Salty Sweets, it was always at a tournament because everybody came together for a tournament. And we didn't Mm -hmm. have Melee players coming together when it wasn't a tournament. And so, you know, it just kind of was natural that we would pair things that are entertainment-focused with an open bracket event. Yeah. Yeah. I think that having entertainment-specific uh, content pieces is a good thing, personally, and I've always wished that we could do more of them at tournaments. But it is tough to run a tournament, so yeah, understandably, a lot of tos and um, you know production folks are unwilling to pack the schedule with a bunch of you know a bunch of stuff on top of a full tournament. So I don't know. I, I guess uh, if uh, if you my two cents is maybe it's not signal of anything like that, but what do I okay. know? It could be. It's maybe something we keep our eye on. Because mm. I love open bracket events. Yeah. And I same. think it's dope that our community is built on top of open bracket events. Fundamentally.
1: Yeah. And tof correct me if I'm wrong. Was uh, was Octagon is Octagon something that we're going to be do you know if Octagon is something we're going to try and do more in person later? If we don't know, then that's fine. Just I just curious. I think,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, something that's definitely on the table. Uh, something that I'm really excited about, obviously, because, you know, War is a Bay Area institution, and I'm NorCal, Scar NorCal. Uh, so I think that's really cool, the yeah. potential there. Um, you know, obviously the dream would be like running events like that in the Chase Center. Uh, I don't think anything is necessarily planned Um, but I do think that it's something that we would like to do at some point. I think that, you know, one thing I've learned being having a glimpse behind the curtain, you know, being on more of the organizational side is that it is really hard to plan more than one thing at a time. So I would say that everyone at Golden Guardians is more or less thinking about the octagon right now. And I think we're going from there. And I think that if you say, Hey, what about this down the road? They would say, okay, that's a great idea. Let's, uh, why don't you table, let's table that, and let's talk about that <laughs> after Octagon 2, because we got a lot of planning we need to do yeah. f- for the event that's coming up. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's on the table, but,
3: yeah.
1: Sure.
2: So right, check. Sure. Check. Next question. Absolutely. Yeah, I just,
1: what so real quick, Yeah, so just one last quick one, Scar, if you don't mind. I was um, I love a quick one. Love uh how are you feeling how do you feel about uh just Golden Guardians as an org what they're what they're doing do you feel the mission is a little different from other orgs in the space or in general how do you feel about what Golden Guardians is doing I feel gr- I feel great about what Golden Guardians is doing personally
0: um you know I I'd love to see a real investment you know and a real engagement with the community and I feel like that's uh that's what I'm sensing from Golden Guardians right now and I I really would love to see that continue and I hope that uh you know, I hope that that it's reaching the melee community. You know that the that we're getting. Uh, you know, the people are watching and engaging, and that it's lucrative. That's my hope. Um, you know, I definitely think about the melee economy. I dream of uh, yeah. a future where we can live off of our own money. You know, like we've got that a melee was, economy, mm-hmm. and we've got like you yes, know, you could be good at melee, and you can have to not worry about food and shelter.
1: Yes. And I, man, I wanted to, I really wanted to pick your brain on that, but I understand that we have a bit of a time crunch here. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's wonderful that you brought that up and I'm glad that, you know, we can at least get another step towards that. Do you have anything you want to add yeah. about that
2: before we start wrapping up here, Tove? Uh, dude, every, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm down with the vision. <laughs> well, i
0: picked picked a good crew. I'm very happy about this uh, second wave, and I guess they I'd say I'd say you got a little bit lucky with Zane. With Zane. Nice work, yeah. yeah that's that's how was, that's how it was. That's
2: uh, how it was. The first conversation I had with Hunter, it was like you know, it was like well, you know, we picked up Zane, and uh, that investment I would say went really well because uh, he's like the best in the world. So you know. <laughs> I think that uh, helped. Let's for sure. going. Let's keep this going. Let's, let's yeah, keep let's it going. keep it going. You know what I'm saying? So for sure, um, for sure. Which is which is cool. No, I I, I talk to uh, the hires when I can, and it seems like they're very happy with the uh, the melee investment. I don't know if you guys saw it was. It's you know it's kind of funny how um, it's it's. I don't know what it is. There's a, there's a weird kind of art. There's a, there's a weird thing with the melee community where you know there's like fewer of us than like League of Legends players or whatever, but we're like all really passionate. So there's like a lot of like Twitter engagement and a lot of. You know, you the YouTube's doing really well and all this stuff. So um exactly. yeah, so that's dope. That's dope. And yeah, I think I that's if anything, if anything, I, I hope that other my, my, my dream is that other esports orgs, you know, are like, oh, this is interesting. This is like something that is unique to the melee community and like we should leverage this. Exactly. Uh and maybe we could, you know, get in on two or some players we could pick up that that are colorful personalities mm-hmm. that you know. So
1: absolutely LZ. and and a uh, great start on that with momentum from an endorsement from the SCAR. Very glad to have it. Um, thank you so much for joining us today, SCAR. Really appreciate your time and your wisdom. Absolutely. Always be here on my show featuring PPM. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, thank you for having me here. as a guest yeah you're um, welcome
0: kevin we gotta get know, you back right. we gotta book you book you again
1: definitely a strange scar and toe show this time we'll figure out what we can do for the next yeah one. The overlay look,
2: True, but no, i like, like the you know, production value i like it. it was, it. A it was graphic good, good. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. figure it out we'll figure it, it out but yeah thank you guys so much out there for watching thank you so much everyone that joined here today thank you everyone that called in and yeah. uh we will see you again in one week this is radio right. melee signing out